0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Studio Geekly, your favorite podcast for all things nerdy, geeky, and awesome. I'm your host, Jacob Beagle, the gaming master. Just kidding. No one ever calls me that, nor will they ever call me that, (laughs) along with your co-host, Michael Beagle. Michael, what's up?
1: Not much. I may be the only person who has ever called you that because you were the lord and liege of the gaming community in my life. I mean, you were the only thing I knew about <laughs> gaming. Um, I, would what you, I am what you would call a casual when it comes to gaming, though I do have the tendency to grind on, you know, the, ca- the occasional RPG. Animal but- Crossing? And that's it's an rpg. Okay, you get to choose your character
0: I was only good because you only watched me play. So there was really no comparison. So you thought I was good
1: Yeah, you were all I knew and it was the goodest
0: The, the goodest of the gamers the, the
1: bestest boy.
0: Then we came to the real world where i'm actually trash that's I do have true. a positive uh, kd on call of duty So i'll take that and I do get a couple of w's on Fortnite, So Boom. I'm
1: doing I'm doing that Fortnite dance. You know that the kids do.
0: The Fortnite of the floss.
1: Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Well, we're so. getting old now, so.
0: I played uh Fortnite with a few of my coworkers and I thought I was like decent. Dear god, they lit me up. <laughs> I'm like I'm never playing with you guys again. I got to get at least I'm like a level one to your guys 10. I got to be at least a three or four.
1: (laughs) I think so. I uh, came upon Fortnite in the heydays of it in the very beginning when it just first came out as a game. Right. Not too long ago, but in comparison to just the community of Fortnite now, how quickly people build, just the terrifying amount of skins and loot boxes and kids stealing their parents' credit cards just to pay for that one little thing that they want. (laughs) It was so fun. It was so beautiful and colorful and dare I say just silly as all hell. I loved it. It's not even a
0: shooter game anymore. It's like who can build the best five-star hotel? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, who can build something fast enough and exactly. smack you in the face and then, yeah. you know, call you a noob or whatever. It's just I don't build know closer
0: know. to them and then shotgun them to the face. That's literally it's the whole just, game.
1: It's a really cool game. But as as a a woman who is bad at video games, I'm just not very welcome in the online community. And I, I respect that. I'm When it comes to uh, reaction, mm-hmm. uh, like my ability to uh, react to something happening to me, it's not that I'm dumb. It's that I'm so anxious and nervous that I cannot do it. I can't react appropriately. Yeah, I feel that's that. why I like I, that's why I like the um, turn-based games Right. where, oh, cool. I get to go ahead and double up on my potions. I get to choose which uh, power or spell I'm going to do three turns after because it's going to power up to that. I just like having it's so much overthinking, but in this compact little ability that's just really satisfying for somebody who is terrified and thinking about every outcome at once
0: (laughs) right right well we're not here to talk about fortnite we're here to talk about what we've been up to and the snes and our favorite games so what we've been up to is we've been coming up with so we've been taking a little hiatus because we've been coming up with different segments we've been doing our giveaway and also creating this top 10 and also we just did another podcast with my buddy from work shout out to kyle and pocket parlay so we just did a big old podcast episode with him that took like two hours that's
1: just because my adhd ran rampant i am amazed that these two beautiful men jaco and kyle were just cattle wranglers handling every (laughs) single emotion that i had to throw (laughs) out at them because i was in i was terrified i was like an animal that was thrown into a different captivity zone
0: well i would be too i mean if i was at like One of your friends house that I've never met before, you know, it would be it would definitely be weird But it was definitely I was out of my element because i've never been like interviewed before But i'm pretty sure you haven't either You you were calm
1: as a cucumber and you held yourself really well and I can tell that you've been practicing So (laughs) everybody else can leave me and jake are just going to talk for a little bit about our feelings And about how much we care about each other and our family and our full house over here
0: But yeah, that was awesome. It was a cool experience. So shout out to kyle go listen to that episode I don't know if it's out yet when you guys hear this, but I'm sure it will be out within the We week. have
1: to at least post a preview of it when it does come out. Yeah. Um, Kyle is incredibly professional for being a quote-unquote casual in his... No, definitely. He, he, You know, it's one of those things where he's like, um, he's being honest, he's being genuine, he's being sweet. He goes, oh, it's not much, but you know, it's where I like to like call home. And then you walk in and it's a perfectly immaculate setup. <laughs> yeah. And he was just such a great sport and... Um, he has the patience that people need right. in that in this industry. Yeah, and so I think he's going to go far.
0: Thank you, Kyle. And yeah, go check out Pocket Parlay. It was freaking awesome. Uh, so also what we've also been talking about is coming up with new categories or segments of or, or what like this podcast is going to be about. And we came up with a few different ideas, which you guys will kind of hear about it, obviously, in future episodes. But one idea we came up with was drafting wars or draft wars, where each of us, and hopefully a guest will just draft different certain like different characters from different pop culture universes, like The Office or Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones, etc. An
1: Office stats fight sounds no, absolutely dude. amazing. A Survivor Office,
0: so much fun. So, that
1: does sound like something I would shout at my own TV.
0: Account. Right, and so we could do like like you said, like Survivor or literally fighting like with swords or have their own weapons or like a basketball game you name it we'll pretty much pull something out of that and you know we'll go from there but that was a cool segment that i think we're going to go with also another segment is going to be called side quest kind of what we've been doing talking about nerdy stuff like demons like demon slayer and such and just giving you facts maybe that you guys don't know about walking you through stuff like that we noticed and or are like opinion on it, or how we saw, how we viewed it.
1: I am one of those people where, where when it comes to instant gratification, there is nothing better than a bundle of facts to hear, because it does somehow add. Um, it just adds to your um, arsenal of yeah, intellect. Yeah. You know, you know that surface level intellect that we all we all try to have to protect ourselves from uncomfortable situations in conversation. Where you just gotta at least know a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know a few things, but then I just don't dive any deeper because I don't want them to call me out.
1: (laughs) The best thing that you can do is say, "No, I don't know." Tell me. Exactly, that's what I've been doing. Explodes like fireworks. Right,
0: that's what I've been doing.
1: Admit when you don't know, because it is a stepping stone to some adventure.
0: It's really cool because when you when you do admit that you don't know, the other person most of the time is not going to just kind of crap on you. They're going to be like, oh, this is what I know about it. This is why you should get into it and that and such like that. Because I've never seen Attack on Titan. And I was talking to our cousin Josiah. He's like, bro, you got to watch this anime. Like, I know you're just kind of getting into anime. You only watched a few, but he's like telling me about it. He's like, it's going to be the next big thing. Like, their new season coming out. I'm like, okay, on the list, going to check it out. I would love to to watch that with
1: you because I am behind on Attack on Titan. I've read a ton of the manga myself and just to see your reaction because it just throws curves, curveballs at you. Really? And um, you know I always say this, but animation alone is just beautiful.
0: I I freaking love anime. And then, so another one is gonna be our top 10s, which we're gonna be doing today. So we'll be jumping from like console to console and talking about our favorite games. And these are all just like our personal opinion. They're not like our definite top 10. So if one of the games that you know is like best selling is not on there, you guys, we're probably gonna be like, you guys are freaking idiots, guys. This guys, <laughs> is nostalgia, basically. The
1: SNES, the SNES, the Super Nintendo experimental 60, system. No, uh, <laughs> the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Bingo. has been alive for decades, so. If you know of it and were born with it, you know what the best games were, even if you weren't able to afford them or weren't even interested in playing them, you know what shaped the history of gaming today. Right. So we are speaking objectively because we were simple children. Our parents bought us games that they thought we would enjoy. We fought over them. Well, except for dad. Those were his games. (laughs) I know that the best of the best games, dad was hiding on his own, Mm -hmm. you know, like and playing them by himself. Right. Right. Like, you know, some some are a little too adult for us. Little little nubbin, small fingers, no dexterity kids. You know, these are things that uh, added a brightness and a nostalgic serotonin to our lives that whereas the Nintendo 64 is where my gaming addiction really started to um, uh, like physically like uh, what's the word? Where it started to just exist. Yeah. Yeah. But the Super Nintendo was a soft dream. It's where my brain was soft and I enjoyed it. The music was the tonality of it was so kind and it was just in a in a in a better time for me.
0: Right. And it, yeah. So both of our parents obviously got divorced when we were super young i was like oh yeah like uh, below Nerd two. Alert.
1: we're we're children of divorce yeah surprise <laughs> well, surprise
0: 50 to 60% of people are now but it was a, the one of the good things about that is dad had a playstation and all the nintendo systems and at mom's house she had the xbox and the sega stuff so we kind of got the best of both worlds two
1: christmases yeah. <laughs> and all of this emotional baggage yay so
0: when we went to dad's we got to play the cool games over there and when we went to mom's we got to play the cool games over there so Like I said, best of both worlds, we weren't falling behind in the old social norm, you know, with video games. So we could could fit in to any category. But um, let's see here. We're going to be talking about, like I said, the SNES, our top 10 nostalgic games for the SNES. And before we jump into that, let's announce the winner of our giveaway. What do you think?
1: Oh, oh yeah. The thing that you fast-forwarded to. Who won it? Who got it? Who get it? Who done it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, everyone, who participated. There's going to be giveaways in the future, so don't unsubscribe or be mad because you didn't win. Yeah.
1: I'm not saying you could have tried harder, but... That's possible. That is true. Did you win? Did you win, though?
0: That is true. So, thank you for everyone, again, and all the entries and whatever. So, yeah. So, the winner of the Nintendo Switch is... Deaf Luna. (laughs) Yeah, she did everything. She literally posted on her Instagram, uh, like subscribed to our podcast, gave us a review, went to our Twitter account, went to Facebook, had other people like it, had other people share it. She gave
1: me a lifetime pass to her OnlyFans. We just, you know, we just didn't, we just, uh, no, I'm just kidding. That part's not true. No, that part's not true, but it was kind of funny, right? Uh, But yes, this is just a person who, you know, did the grind as you do to make up those points and get yourself something free because what's better than free? Something cool?
0: Yeah. So you got a Nintendo Switch Lite gray with a couple stickers and also a Pokemon sword. It's already downloaded on it, so.
1: Get it, girl, guy, Lucky. friend, or foe, or anybody inside or outside the spectrum. Love ya.
0: Lucky duck. Know it, stuff. Yeah, thank you again, everyone. And like I said, there will be future giveaways. So let's just jump into our top 10 of the SNES. Do you want to give them a little couple facts or about the oh, SNES? Oh, yes. Before you we know what?
1: When it comes to... We keep calling it the SNES, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. That's it. Yeah, Super Nintendo. The thing is, is that the reason that it was called the Super Nintendo Entertainment System is because... Gaming had plummeted in the 80s. It was almost like a recession. After the Atari uh, came out, games were, there were three good games that cost, back in the day, I want to say $40 to $50, which in today's money is $80 to $150. Yeah. So people were dropping tons of money on these high quality games. You know, think of like Snake and uh, Pong and Tetris. And Tetris, these these games that are you know everybody loves. It's uh, a phenomenal uh, jump in human engineering and uh, science and computers and whatnot. But what happened was is that all of these games like flooded the market, and there were shit games. Yeah, they they yeah. weren't good. They were boring, and there was a handful of good ones. And then the everything plummeted. The depression started, and uh, gaming needed a new revival. And what I find funny is that people who like Nintendo, you're either a child or a very sad adult. (laughs) Because you watch something that created an entirely new format, an entirely new world of gaming. It basically rebirthed what uh, being a gamer is Mm -hmm. because it reinvigorated it with the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Right. Which the way that Japan sold it to America was... They labeled it nothing with gaming, nothing with, like, computers. This is the, it's a family thing. It's the Nintendo Entertainment System. And it also looked like a VCR, so it fit in with every his and hers, mama, grandpa, grandma's house. It's right. It's just right there on the shelf, you yeah. know? And uh, so that was something that made it more sellable. But with the NES came... These incredible games, these futuristic games. I mean, Nintendo was buying everybody out or uh, outperforming everyone else when these new when these new games Weren't came they,
0: out. They they were doing console wars with Sega around this time on the SNES. I think they were. It was
1: the SNES when the real console war started. But yeah, that's, oh, you said you, NES. W- yeah, okay. but when it comes to when it comes to um, ownership and notoriety and like the birth giver of certain uh, products, mm-hmm. there was a lot of buyout and sellout. So some things, like people will say Famcom, and uh, some things birthed, like, I can't remember specifically, but the PlayStation was birthed out of a, uh, something that Nintendo didn't want to use or didn't want to uh, build up upon. Oh, you know, really? like this Yeah, this, uh, this form of technology is just not in our realm. Mm-hmm. But with the NES uh, came, came so much because not only did they release all of these iconic games that Threw us into the stratosphere of... I mean, these are characters that you know. This is this is Mario. This is Metroid. This is Castlevania. This is Zelda. Final Fantasy. This is Zelda. Yeah. You know, this is everything that that is a huge franchise now. Right. And this was just the seedling of it. This was the baby. But then the SNES came out and it... What, what? <laughs> and it jumped onto the shelf as the next best thing. I mean, this is back when... Toys R Us existed.
0: Hell, actually, that just became not a thing, right? Just recently. You
1: mean like five, ten years ago?
0: I think Toys R Us went out Dude, of business a Dude, they flipped the R ago.
1: around a long time ago and it has been gone for a while. <laughs> every Toys R Us is a Spirits Halloween store now. Dang. And I sad. think that's the only thing that the younger generations are going to remember it. By. Yeah. But... Uh, the best some other facts that I have about the SNES because there were so many things about it. We would be talking about the NES, but we were just young kids, so uh, right, the yeah. SNES was really back when our brains started to form a little bit. And
0: I was one yeah. when it came out. Yeah, you were, <laughs> and
1: Dad had it, and he he was probably bought the Nintendo sixty four way before we even knew that it came out, right, and we were right. still playing the SNES. But the, the sellable things about this was not only was the SNES um, a thing that kids clamored and screamed, screamed and smashed their heads against the floor for, but it was something that you would find your grandma playing Tetris in the living room yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, this was something that they also wanted. Uh, the SNES had, guys, I got to tell it to you, this is maybe something that only you early 30s are going to know, but you know the cartridge blow?
0: Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna you know break everyone's eardrum from listening to that. You no, know,
1: I think that it has its merit when it comes to uh, fluff being blown out, because I still do it to my iPhone. You know, if a little bit of fuzz gets yeah. gets there yeah. in the metal. Yeah. But it is the cartridge placebo. Not only does it not do anything, it also rusted with your spit. Oh. It rusted the prongs of the yeah. game, of the game itself. Yeah. So made it worse over time. <laughs> Another thing about the SNES is that not only was it durable, but something else interesting about it is that if you still have one from the Golden Age, which Jaco does... Which I do. It's sitting right next to me. The plastic ages over time and becomes a yellow tint.
0: Yeah. It.
1: And that is just the the um, plastic uh, that they used.
0: Unless you store it properly, like me.
1: Oh, yeah. You put it in probably <laughs> an airtight... I like, had
0: it in a Ziploc bag. And a bag, humidifier in my... and everything. Yeah. <laughs> not that, but... <laughs>
1: But the console came out at $199 back in the day, which no. I mean that made sense. CD players were $50 to us, and boombox were well over 100, right?
0: 100 our so our dad was rich.
1: So, <laughs> but today, due to inflation, that would be $375. Jeez, the Lee. SNES isn't even worth that now. Um, oh no! Buying it, buying it used is about 90 bucks. Buying it refurbished um, is going to be $300. Buying it Never opened is only four hundred
0: dollars. New is ninety dollars. That we said.
1: Buy well, just buying it like used. Oh, I see. It's ninety dollars, Refurmished and somebody's fixed it because that thing is pretty easy to take apart and and fix. Um, is about two three hundred dollars, but unopened in the box, four hundred dollars. Hmm. And you know, if you're if you're smart and you're a good seller, of course, you could sell it for probably a few thousand dollars. I'm not, you know, I'm not opposed to the, you know. Yeah. trick
0: COVID definitely did video games like a roller coaster because some some systems sell for like hotcakes. Like I, I could sell my old GameCube or, or my Nintendo 64 or my Super Nintendo for probably more. You know, I could depends. I could
1: sell I could sell my used panties for $30 <laughs> at least at least you. But I, yeah, thank you. That was the appropriate response. And you're still in the family. Uh Only three games were available um, at the launch For the uh, SNES. Yeah. But there were well over 720 games. Jesus almighty. At the end of the SNES's lifetime.
0: Damn, that is a big freaking library.
1: And a big thing about the SNES that we're going to bring into play about this top 10 is that... This is almost unheard of now because everybody is in a, uh, let's say, console war or they mm-hmm. have their brand, you know. You're not going to mix up. Like, you're, you're going to wear your Supreme sweatshirt with your with your uh, Air Jordans, of course, but <laughs> don't be caught dead in some Walmart sweatpants with that. You know, you've got to <laughs> stick to your brand. So um, the thing about third-party games came out with the SNES and we were just as good. Mm-hmm. These games by Disney. You know, these games by, what, is Acme even a brand? I don't know. They're, <laughs> these games came out by different by different uh, companies. And they played just as well as the games that we came to love and know today.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So what we're going to bring into play in this top 10 are, it was a very hard um being able to agree upon some of these right, with Jaco right. and I. But these are games that both of him and I have played because yeah, I wanna play Kirby's Dream Island and right. I wanna play Harvest Moon. Yeah but I had to go over to friends' houses, and God forbid if they had a second controller, what are they, made of money?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so these are like a, our combined top 10. So yes. we're just going to do 10 straight up. And these are games that are kind of cross-platform. So some of them came out on the Genesis as well. Other ones came out on arcade games. So,
1: But the port, once again, was something so rare that if the Super Nintendo was capable of doing it, they were going to outsell the competitors. Out. Right, right, yeah. This is yeah. a companies trying to sell their game to the biggest buyer you know
0: correct yeah so basically we're just gonna start it off with our number 10 what do you say all right i'll hit it off here with our number 10 and i don't know if anyone's ever heard of this game but it's called tin star on the super nintendo <laughs> if like they're
1: a, listening to super nintendo they know who tin star is
0: i don't know I, I looked on like the top literally 200 games and i don't think i saw it on there because I was looking through it, I'm like, there's a game. I remember Dad played all the time, and I forgot what it was called. I even t- called him up before we started doing this. And I was like, what was that cowboy game, the shooter, like that whatever. Like It switched from third to first person when you did the duels and stuff. But I was like, what is that game called? And he goes, I have no freaking clue. That was like a 100 years ago. <laughs> well,
1: there are outliers, you know. There's something that is ordinary to you and I, but extraordinary or out of bounds to other people. Right, you know? right. I didn't, I mean there are certain candies that I didn't know. Like I didn't know the avocado existed until 2004. And then I've got other people who are, you know, eating it every day. So right. you know, it's, you know, tomato, tomato, avocado.
0: Right. So yeah, 10 stars, like, uh, he's a sheriff. He, the main guy is a sheriff. He's blue, like a blue guy with yellow hair, a cowboy hat. It's all Western. Uh, you're trying to fight off these criminals, like this gang, this oil gang, from taking over uh, East Driftwood. Is what the town's called. All I really remember is like the duels. You'd have like your uh, gun, your revolver, the revolver up in the top left, and you'd have to like pull your gun before the other guy does, it, or you get killed or whatever. I
1: remember it being somewhat of a first person, yeah. Which yeah. once again, with my just ass backwards uh, r- reflexes, that was just something that I could enjoy you playing, yeah. But that was a part of the adventure being able to um enjoy the video game cinematically through somebody else was always important i mm-hmm. mean if you're going to go over to your best friend's house and they're going to show you their really cool game that they got because with the snes we would share we you know we'd sh- we'd share facts with each other and like tricks how you'd beat a game um on on recess you know we'd call up our cousins and ask them how to beat a level like this was like the uh this was the way to do it back then was was through your social um you know your social bridge
0: yeah yeah so this game like i loved how you could move like the crosshairs all around the screen because you had to go find the enemy which were basically like robots but like cowboy robots and like it was super weird and it, it totally didn't fit in with any of the these other games but this is strictly like like i said nostalgia top 10 but i just remember that and they had like the mini games where you could shoot all the bottles and how many times you could hit the bottles. And dad would always just be like right over our shoulder, just pumped up, watching us play. I just remember watching him play, so that's why. I
1: uh, yeah, I loved the I loved the bizarro aesthetic of some of the games that we chose. Where yeah. it's just it's just unlike it's so obscure that it's unlike anything you've ever heard of. A like, Western
0: robot cowboy shooter, which um, it's <laughs>
1: called Westworld, and it is a huge TV series that is a much must watch. Hey, so
0: let's go for it. All right, um, number nine. This is this is also another port over from an arcade game, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Come on. Have to make the list. <laughs> it was either that or Lion King, but this one took the list. This one took the spot here. Teenage
1: Mutant Ninja Turtles wins because it gives you the illusion of choice. You're going to choose Donatello. You're going to choose Raphael. You're going to choose choose Leonardo. You're going to choose Michelangelo. They all fight the exact same, except somehow Leonardo is still the best.
0: That's weird. I was just about to ask you who your favorite one was.
1: Leonardo- I mean, Raphael's my boy because I, too, have anger issues and am just <laughs> shredded. <laughs>
0: yeah i was gonna say leonardo was my you've favorite. always been leonardo leonardo's the do- the dopest one out of all of them i used to like michelangelo a lot but then i was like dude he's getting annoying he's still cool the party animal you're, you're like at, at,
1: at five years old you're like i need to grow up
0: i need to grow up i don't mm-hmm. want to be michelangelo to shit together <laughs> but i uh their weapons were so dope too because they had leonardo had the katanas like the two swords mm-hmm. and then uh Donatello just had the stick, like the shaft.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, um, that's the, what is it, the ken, Kenpo?
0: Kenpo, uh, like kenpo stick, is that what they call yeah, it? And, yeah, and
1: then we've got the, ooh, I want to say shuriken, but that's not what those little blades are called. The
0: twin sigh. The oh. twin
1: sigh for Raphael. Yeah. And then the, the nunchuck that does not actually cause as much damage as you think. Yeah, give a strong man a nunchuck. It's going to knock you into tomorrow, but come on.
0: Donatello and Mike, uh, and michelangelo were really just there to hurt you the other two had blades they were there to kill you <laughs> yeah it was like a side-scrolling up game i just loved being able to play with my boy or with you or with my dad and getting to pick who i wanted to be and just basically just and there were ass. <laughs> so many of
1: those side-scrolling beat-em-ups like you know there's the bart simpson game um, oh yeah there yeah. is uh there are quite a few they all kind of feel are- the same they all feel right. the same because you're roaming the streets or, yes. let's say, yeah. you know, the sewers yeah. or the night. Or, it's always, you know, it's always these gang members who are always like wearing their small tank tops and be like, Hey, you, I got a headband.
0: Yeah, yeah. Going after Shredder and all his goons. But, yeah, that's all I got for number nine is TMNT. So, number eight is another weird one that I don't know if people a lot of people have heard of. Maybe you have because it's got a TV show or it did. But, number eight is The Tick. <laughs> I know you love the tick. The
1: tick <laughs> just resurfaced, and when I say just, I mean it's been five years since it probably resurfaced.
0: 2019, I think, it was when it dropped dead. <laughs> the, yeah. the TV show, I mean.
1: But the tick was just—I mean, it was our version of the Crimson Chin man from yeah. this yeah, is it. Yeah. Like, *The Odd Parents*. Yeah,
0: yeah, The biggest chin.
1: I mean, or or *American Dad* Stan. Yeah. Like this is this is a dude who is all chin, who is all man, and who is pretty freaking dumb yeah yeah and his robin mothman boy
0: arthur love him so arthur much. i think that's he, my boy he, he, i think he yells it out when arthur flies in and kills the bad guys i think you have to hit like a certain button and you only get like nine arthur's a game or something but yeah it's another side-scrolling beat-em-up game uh, the tick actually it was funny i looked it up uh, the original comics he's legally insane and he breaks out of a mental institution that's not far from the city so he's legally insane superhero who's fighting crime god
1: that makes sense the way that he acts wearing that yeah. freaking unitard and and he's
0: just total, d- totally <laughs> totally down
1: out of his mind well yeah. he, i mean he thinks he's doing a great job and people are like who the hell is this man he's just, he's, he's ripped, like though. i'm the tick or he's whatever huge. yeah <laughs> and he is yeah he's gigantic
0: yeah so he's a superhero but it's like a parody on like Comic book superheroes. He actually was released by like, he was made by some eighteen year old, and they put him in the newspaper in like Boston, as like their comic like joke guy.
1: We all love slapstick. We all love rip offs. We all love something that's just a little bit tacky. And mm-hmm. when you do it the right way, it you know it makes for a just a, a memorable character.
0: Right, right. And that game came out in nineteen ninety four, or it got transferred over, I think in nineteen ninety four. But I had to listen to the theme music to it today. To, to remember it and i was like this theme music is hype i might have to put it, it in still sell? Yeah, oh dude still I, might have to, I might have to put a break right here just to put it in it's freaking awesome <laughs> it Ooh. just gets me hyped up just i want to play that game again now
1: it's gonna be my new ringtone
0: yeah basically he's just throwing kicks like <gasps> And you're just kicking ninjas like over and over again.
1: <laughs> I swear the sidekick character was only made to appease us younger siblings. The
0: moth to feel better. Oh, just in no, any just game in general, like
1: because there's the Batman game where Robin's following. Yeah, there's, yeah. You know, there's there's Sonic with tails, and it's like. They're slightly playable, but they're really not because we can't do anything without the main character, the main player doing it first. Mm. So it's really a way to appease a wider array of the audience who doesn't have the intellect or skill but they're aware of the fact that you are ripping them off by giving them that fake controller that's true and that's that only lasts about five years at <laughs> most if your kid's dumb and
0: then they figure it out Dude, <laughs> they
1: figure dumb. it out at four at best i hope
0: that might be another good uh drafting wars sidekicks
1: dude i will bet that and i will bet you money the day that your son finds out that a controller doesn't work
0: i i know i always give him a broken one when i'm playing Fortnite i bet he knows already i bet he gets uh, bored yeah he, he, he knows away. he knows
1: but he's like Shh, i'm too good for this yeah he's and like. He Pushing board. the
0: controller, and he's like looking over at me. He's yeah. like, Fair It's not now.
1: doing what I want.
0: He's right. He's right. Um, all right. Let's move on to number seven. Um, this one is also kind of weird. Um, Tiny tune, Bust Loose.
1: Buster Bust Loose. Buster Tiny Bust tunes. Loose.
0: That, that's the one.
1: This game. <laughs> I mean, it is probably the most memorable for me mm-hmm. because I just remember the Western themed levels. I remember the science levels. Football I remember level. the football level that was the with dopest the dopest one. Dude, the winning the winning shot of you like doing your little victory dance and yeah. you jumping up and back and forth and stuff. Hell yeah. And then just the uh the amount of different characters that you could play, like it was just it was just uh, you know, it was a cartoon come to life. Like it, it was yeah. it was a kid's it was a kid's dream.
0: Right, as a kids' TV show put into a game, and you got to see kind of both worlds. It came out December eighth, nineteen ninety two, and like most SNES games, it's a side-scrolling adventure game. But uh, the mini games for me is at the end of each level, you got to like spin like a wheel of fortune or like a Price is Right type of wheel, and you land on one of the characters, and each character had their own mini game. I don't remember if you remember any of these games. No,
1: I do. There's there's something there is, I mean, I don't know if it's if it's a big company trying to trying to um, get us addicted to gambling, which probably is. <laughs> well, same with, had, same with our pl- favorite characters smoking.
0: Plucky Duck, the Daffy Duck mini, mm-hmm. he does the bingo. <laughs> you're, you're actually literally just playing bingo.
1: <laughs> it's just gambling, but there there is a quality of the the game that is outside of the game or inside the game, mm-hmm. you know, when the style changes, the, the motive, um, the mode of physics in the game changes when it's more simple or it's more difficult. Like it just feels like you're getting a treat outside of the, um, classic gameplay that you're experiencing at the time. Yeah. It's a little surprise. Yeah. It's, it's a kindered f- egg.
0: It's funny too. Cause when I, when I pulled out my SNES and I started playing it again, just randomly, uh, Taylor, my wife, she saw me playing this game and was like, oh, wait a minute. I played this game when I was younger. I played it on the Sega Genesis. I'm like, yeah, it's the same game. It's like on both systems. And so she literally played it one night. She played it for like three hours. And she was sitting in the, up in the bedroom and I'm just down here like watching TV or eating. I go back up there and she's just getting all pissed off. And she's like, you beat this level for me. <laughs> it was so funny. I
1: mean, I rather, I rather sit down and play um, Super Nintendo's blank than sit in a room full of strangers trying to snort cocaine. Honestly, I'd just rather (laughs) sit in the dark with like my favorite soda or something. Ooh, another thing about the SNES when it comes to soda is that they made it spill-proof. They put it as a top-loader because so many kids before, you know, kids, adults, probably a lot of adults, put their drinks on top who is guilty of putting their drink on top of their goddamn console because Hell I no. know no, I am a uh, dude. I know I am because I am a You're dumb a dumb and I <laughs> trust myself too much. So they made it spill proof by putting the top loader and that the, and the, um, the expose, like the cartridges where you push it out on mm-hmm. the sides, um, the ejectors, they're all on top, so you cannot like come on, dude. We I've should had... test this
0: out. Let's test this theory online. Let's just spill I mean, I could out. put
1: a fucking beer on top yeah, of it, but, but... it's not spill proof. It's, it's 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 a deterrent. <laughs> it's don't put your drink on top of me. It's okay. like would you put it on top of a vase? No.
0: <laughs>
1: that was the nearest thing in the room, okay? Dude, would you put it on top of a three year old? No. Yeah. But God, it could hold it.
0: So tiny tunes coming in at seven. Uh number six. I'm gonna have you talk about this game a little bit because you're a big fan of it. But number six, another side scroller, Arrow the Acrobat.
1: Okay, this game <laughs> is very important to me because. After I played well, this what game... What did you call this
0: game? You didn't call it Aero the Acrobat. I called it Batty. The Batty game. You know, yeah. probably
1: probably because of our beautiful character, Robin Williams, from Fern Gully. My name is Batty. The magic <laughs> oh, yeah. is erratic. Potato in a jacket. Man, what a callback. Toys in the attic. It's okay, I know right the there. whole song for some fucking reason, but so do you. <laughs> Not Jaco, so do you, the listener. I called it Batty, the Acrobat, because I had no idea what the game was, and this game... I loved and I secretly think it's because his sexy girlfriend was kidnapped. Yeah, area. And dude, who doesn't like an an anim- anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic?
0: Yeah, you're close. Um <laughs> if it's not that, you're close. Yeah,
1: please furries, correct me. Um an anthropomorphic. <laughs>
0: thank yes, you. Thank that you inner correct. furry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. An anthropomorphic attractive female character. Yes, they Lola Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever call me. My first. Doll, My first crush. Dude. Oh, God. I uh, Mine too. But you had to save your super hot girlfriend. And you were a... Not only were you a bat. You were a magician.
0: Yeah. In you know? yeah, a circus.
1: Uh, and, and every level was circus themed. A little macabre. Had wild characters. This is one of those third party games where you had... It was so unfamiliar that everything that came to you was a surprise. Yeah. You couldn't guess what the next thing was. And it was just... <laughs> and it was just so fun i mean i remember leaping from uh from ring to ring when you're up in the uh acrobatic places yeah
0: yeah i just remember like the little like icp clowns like chasing you around <laughs> the insane clown posse clowns oh my God. Chasing you around they were I, scary as shit looking <laughs>
1: dude every time well whenever i played video games every time i got too nervous which was a lot Whenever you got nervous, you would pretend like something was up and turn the game off. Yeah. And like you'd yeah. play it really cool. But me, I'd like have a fucking panic attack and g- scream for you, scream for dad, scream for whoever was near me next because I just, the, just the panic of, uh, of, um, <laughs> There was panic boss, in your voice there. Uh, I know. I lost my breath for a second. Of boss music. <sighs> it's like an anxiety attack. You don't know where the boss is, but you know what's coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yes, um. I will remember that arrow, a very unforgettable name, but something that I still hold dear to my heart when it comes to memorable, uh, just joy.
0: But basically the whole story is like some dude, some bad guy gets kicked out of the circus or something and he comes, like, comes back after he's like a millionaire and he brings like his evil gang like circus gang and the squirrel for some reason the kamikaze squirrel zero I think zero is the name zero wow, the you remember squirrel. so
1: much more than me but also my <laughs> brain was the size of a peanut when yours was a walnut back then
0: <laughs> but he yeah so he comes back and he's like kidnapping performers also along with Ariel arrow's girlfriend and so yeah your arrow the main attraction a bat going through a circus getting like rings for life and you're fighting these icp clowns to take out the main bad yeah guy. <laughs> word to
1: the wise don't piss off a magician
0: yeah that's or a clown
1: <laughs> first off they're probably in a really dark place and second of all magic. magic
0: magic 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 i do that to my son all the time magic, magic. he loves that he loves <laughs> that because okay because <laughs> that scares the shit out of me i'll steal a something woman i'll steal something from him and i'll hide it in my pocket and he's like dad where'd it go magic magic, magic. <laughs> and i'll just walk away <laughs>
1: could i'm gonna start saying that to him when he starts getting money
0: yeah <laughs> magic, were,
1: magic. yeah it's gone I'm like, what are you gonna do with it buy a mcdonald's
0: right exactly because your parents are gonna buy it for you A-hole. <laughs> do you remember the uh iguana in the beginning of it when it does yes. like the iguana entertainment and he's got the glasses that was one of the dope i almost got that literally tattooed like we had uh, that on
1: shirts dad had that on a yeah shirt.
0: yeah iguana entertainment
1: wow, that's a that is a ripped back in that is a back in time for oh, me dude. dude i want
0: that shirt i wonder if, it, if anybody can find it send me the link dude you, can just, you can just find
1: the photo and print it on stuff you can make ah, it's gotta
0: now. be legit maybe Etsy's he's doing it or right. something um also yeah. send
1: me a pair of undies
0: because
1: yeah. <laughs> i want i want somebody i want somebody to Gross. see my underwear and 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 just think Ooh. and bath water
0: <laughs> <laughs> arrow the acrobat at six number <laughs> number five we're gonna go this one's kind of a cheat so I don't know if we're gonna have any controversy with this one but number five is the super game boy <laughs> it came out in june 1994
1: first off this is our podcast is it really <laughs> cheating if we say what we want to when say when we make
0: the rules it's not really cheating yeah but,
1: nobody else is playing the game like this was this would be if we had like derek on and he was like my favorite supervillain is poison ivy and we're like wrong That's wrong. against she the rule sucks.
0: Like, get the hell out of you <laughs> get <idiot."> out <laughs> get the
1: fuck He's like, well, I personally believe that Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn aren't dating. Fuck you. Get out of my house. Get the hell out of here He's with that like, evil. This is Jayco's house. Get out of here.
0: It's mine now. Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Super Game Boy, which was a, was a cartridge where you could put into your SNES along with any Game Boy game you had to go into that cartridge so you can play your Game Boy on the big screen. So I spammed pokemon on the our biggest tv we had which is probably 25 inches 26 inches back in the day which was huge which was okay. ginormous and it weighed a thousand pounds and it probably
1: gave us brain damage
0: well just just compare that to the two inch by two inch game boy that you had to play it on and then you put it up on a bigger screen with
1: the light uh, blaring at you instead dude. of one of one of something that i've heard a thousand times when you're in the car yeah you know, on a long ride you you said that to me first and i've heard it yeah. from tens of hundreds of people already
0: for asking me about night. it and
1: talking to me and they're like how did jaco because yeah. that's what i did was yeah. waiting for the was waiting for the street light stop but no, sign or
0: stop light and you'd reach over and just point it towards the window so you could just get that like 10 seconds of light no
1: but <laughs> now you get a lie to your parents because somehow you have a tv in your room yeah as a child yeah. which was a gift back in the day not something to deter you from bothering your parents because they've got lives they're sexy people (laughs) they don't want to talk to you all the time you're not their whole world
0: so we had we had game boys before we had the snes when we were younger and i just remember having all those games were all kind of like brand new to you now again so you got to put them into that cartridge and they're on a big screen now and it just it changed the game you know i actually i don't know if you remember in our room at dad's house on c street or d street but tell any, them
1: our exact zip yeah, code yeah
0: 1972 and- d street springfield oregon 97 okay i don't know i don't know don't all go out. to their house okay maybe. it looks way better now. yeah <laughs> that's not only that's a real address anyways so my tv in our room was probably literally eight inches by eight inches. Like it was huge. It was <laughs> and it had like the VCR inside of it. And I literally I think it had a handle on top so I could carry it. <laughs> but putting the, putting the Super Nintendo onto that was just mind-blowing. And I know it's kind of a cheat to put that on there because it's all Game Boy games now. But I mean this fuck is you. this
1: is <laughs> yeah, fuck. no, this is a personal entertainment experience. yes okay? Yeah. There are no wrong answers there yeah. are only right ones
0: yeah did you ever play did you have a certain game that you, other than Poke, it was pokemon right dude it was pokemon yeah it was pokemon
1: true. all the way i honestly i mean other than fucking tetris, tetris was the which isn't surprised it did not make this list because yeah. once again you would this was a game that your parents like after their date night when you guys were passed out at 8 30 at 10 o'clock they'd be up drinking wine and laughing their ass off <laughs> i specifically remember our parents, I'm not going to say which ones because I want to be respectful of their decisions, of them sitting on their waterbed playing this game and laughing to high heavens. Because it's just, I mean, games are for everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, Alright, let's move on to number five, which is Donkey Kong Country.
1: Donkey Kong. Wait, the big dude.
0: Oh, yeah. This Donkey Kong. Is-
1: it, he's the, the leader of the bunch no you know him that came well. out as
0: donkey kong 64 whatever that's still
1: donkey Kong yeah, that's with still his Don- big donkey big King. wagon
0: donkey Kong. that sounds like a
1: donkey Kong.
0: <laughs> but it came out in 1994
1: <laughs> donkey kong i have i have written some things i have some things to say about donkey kong okay
0: yeah what do you got uh, actually, so is this Donkey Kong one, this two, is or Kong three? Donkey Kong Country. This is the original. This is Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong Country. Country. Um, because I liked Diddy all three Kong's of Donkey Kong's
1: Quest. Oh, oh my gosh! Also, uh, Diddy and Dixie being in the third all good. one. Yeah. They feel like an amalgamation of one game because the experience felt like the ultimate high. Was yeah. every single game was just lucid.
0: Yeah. They were all yeah. so
1: good. Also, please take a moment and go listen to the water level of Donkey Kong because that. Bomb.
0: hell yeah is that what old
1: people say that's what what do young people say that slaps
0: that, oh it does yeah I that's right. fire
1: that's lit fam <laughs>
0: that's
1: wrong that can get it Yikes. i don't freaking know i don't talk to kids are, okay are you <laughs> i don't birth a human being and i definitely don't go to the elementary school right around my house that i paid you're not allowed closely. to go there <laughs> um it was in national waters, so they couldn't convict me um <laughs> this is a nostalgic game okay so this is my nostalgia talking but for a game about barrels and monkeys it was breathtaking the sounds the graphics immersive they may not hold up well now but i guarantee if i oh, they put hold that up. cartridge in right now still blow my mind i yeah. might even cry a little bit honestly yeah. because just getting them nanners and fighting them cracks And you hit them, and I just don't even... I know, wasn't the main character a Crocodile a big fat one or something? Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: you just went to all these different types of jungles and landscapes and the water levels. I didn't even know the apes could swim. It just blew my mind into a different dimension. It was so... I, I also... You know, I'm I hate monkeys. I hate apes. Um they <laughs> freak me the fuck out. They're unpredictable and I don't trust them, but I do respect them. Yeah. But Donkey he's wearing, Kong. He's wearing
0: a tie, so you have to respect him. But Donkey
1: Kong is a businessman. He's a businessman. He's okay. wearing a tie. Yeah. And he and Diddy Kong was was the additive that a lot of us needed and don't know why. But we cherish it. It almost made him human because Donkey Kong was just by himself for so long. Yeah. And now he's got yeah. a fucking family.
0: Right. He's got a sidekick. He's got, side got babies. He's, yeah. got,
1: he's, got, he's got ladies. He's got friends. He's got monkeys who got big lipstick on and danced to his rap songs. He's got
0: Diddy Kong, a sidekick that you got to play as all the time.
1: I <laughs> love Diddy and I loved his little...
0: <laughs> when they, when you died, he get, you had to find him in a barrel. Remember no, that?
1: no, no. When... When Kong, when Donkey Kong died or Diddy Kong lost, I just remember Diddy Kong taking off his hat and looking at the ground and like oh, shaking yeah. his head. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, <laughs> he's you're just, just like, so
0: depressed.
1: <laughs> you're like, what do you? Yeah, what do you do when your homie dies? What are yeah. you supposed to do? Or and then did did Donkey Kong? He grabbed his head and he shook it.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: <sighs> These are all. This is all coming back to me at this moment, guys. So thank you for being here during this time frame. Appreciate you. They,
0: they should have opened a banana and like. Dropped a little bit of it out for their homies. <laughs>
1: oh, put put one put one out for the homies. Put one banana but, out for And then homies. the rain levels with the with the. Oh yeah, um,
0: that was like mind blowing. Yeah, with the thunder and the lightning. Yeah, yeah,
1: Just um, there was just a lot of um, a lot of things when it comes you to could, the snes Yes, that were um. uh They they reformatted or um. They just—they made everybody else step up their game.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. You know. Yeah, I love that you got to ride on a rhinoceros and like an oh ostrich. My God, was that was my favorite <gasps> part. You remember I, that?
1: This is all just right now coming back to me. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yes, it was like it was like getting a it was like getting a chomp chain and it was yeah. it was like it was like getting a um. What was it the, the the star in Mario? You're just blowing the through stuff and just for a short period of it's time. It's
0: like a million bananas and you had to get as many as you could.
1: Yeah, that was like a side, that was yeah, a bonus, yeah. right? It was like a little mini oh, game. Man, I, it hasn't been since um, since Crash Bandicoot that I cared so much about fruit and, and barrels.
0: <laughs> good, all good. <laughs> Number three. All right, we're going to go with Super... Metroid, which came out March 19th, 1994. Super me- Metroid. Do you Su- remember this game?
1: Super Metroid was very, very important to me. Because I was, I was afraid of horror, action, drama stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably up until the age of 15. Okay. And then it became my bread and butter. So everything that, was, <sighs> that, that maybe wasn't necessarily scary... Anything that was just tuned down a little bit in dark yeah. scared the ever-living shit out of Super
0: me. Super Metroid was scary as shit.
1: I watched Dad play. <laughs> I watched you play. I was fascinated, and I was terrified. Yeah, yeah. There's something that, that watching, whenever you guys like would freak out, I'd be like, this has got to be bad. This has got to be bad. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah. It was so, Super Metroid is about a bounty hunter named Samus Aran. And she's sent to a planet Zebus or Zebis? I don't know how to pronounce that. So uh, to retrieve a Metroid uh, that was stolen from Ridley, a pirate space dragon. (laughs) I mean, how can you not like a a pirate space dragon? I mean, you have to love that video game or that character. That's at
1: least three things you got to (laughs) like. If you like all
0: three of them, let's put them all together. (laughs) That's their favorite thing. And actually, both of these characters are obviously in Smash Bros. Ridley's dope to play with, actually. It's, he's tough to play with at first, but he's fun to play with.
1: Ridley's the big pterodactyl guy, right? Big
0: ter- yeah, yeah, big pterodactyl guy. See, because I just
1: think Ridley from Alien, which we should definitely do an episode on HR oh, Geigers. Oh, hell yeah. And, yeah.
0: And, That's a good idea. Mm-hmm,
1: and Sir Ridley Scott's Alien stuff. So
0: when I found out that Samus was one of my heroes like growing up in video games, and I found out when you die, I always was so confused why when you, her armor breaks off, it's a chick under there. And I was just like, Ooh, wait why is there a chick every time you die <laughs> like that's doesn't make what you sense. thought about it yeah i literally had no idea i'm like why wait is this like a like spiritual moment or something like thinking oh, it was, was like, like a
1: sexy thing for you it was
0: weird oh I, I just didn't know why there was a chick in like a bathing suit because, when because
1: because i grew up with our father yeah. who had hair down to his ass and yeah. it was permed to every degree <laughs> looking
0: fly as but
1: so beautiful what was it what was it that uncle said he goes i don't know who was more beautiful on that wedding day your your mom or your dad
0: do we have uh, italian uncles No,
1: i'm just i'm trying to keep him anonymous okay but i always thought it was like i always thought it was like you know uh you know like a uh I, you know we grew up with rock and roll and metal and stuff i thought it was just some metalhead guy like yeah. breaking out of a suit i never even i mean If I looked at, if I looked at the, no, if I, hey, they're called pecs for some people and there's no right or wrong way to have a body. So I would have been more, I would have been more stoked about it if they were fucking, if they were, if they blew out in in all their chubby beauty, you know? Okay. okay. But I always thought it was a guy. Like, I can't remember, I can't remember which uh, off the top of my head. Was, it wasn't Aerosmith, right? With the big hair? Yeah. yeah. It was Aerosmith. That's right yeah. That's what I always thought it was. I oh, always really? thought it was just some rich so dude funny. who broke out, but also I grew up loving men with very long hair and just thinking that was the norm, in which it is. Like yeah. everything's normal, whatever. Right. But that's funny that you were like,
0: I had to this ask is Dad. like a
1: spiritual, is she an angel?
0: Yeah. I literally had to ask Dad, I'm like, what is going honey, on? And he's honey, like, honey, like, you. Yeah. I was like, he's like, that's a girl. Like, Samus is a girl. I'm like, what? I, Samus. Samus. I Go ask your sister Michael. Which is dope as shit, though. Samus is a girl? Samus is a girl. (laughs) Go ask your sister Michael. (laughs) Or your mom, Frank. Your stepmom. Sandy's a girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to number two. So, number two, which also might be a little controversial, uh, Super Mario World.
1: Okay, Super Mario World made it to number two?
0: Number two, yeah.
1: Okay, so number. Remembering number one, and I respect our choices and our decisions. <laughs>
0: this was a coin flip for us because we had to argue about this one on um, where to put these. But so we had to put Super Mario at two because I would not budge on number one, and neither would Michael. <laughs> but Super
1: Mario World debuted Yoshi for the first time. Yeah. this is a character that they've wanted into play for the entirety of Mario mm-hmm. existing, but it took, um, you know, they didn't have the right. Uh, you know, framework for it. They didn't have the the technicalities to create it. I'm just gonna keep throwing words until it sounds like you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm just nodding my head um, and drooling.
0: Don't mind it. But
1: <laughs> yes, um, you know what? Why don't you why don't you tell me specifically why Super Mario World is well, on on the list for you?
0: I put it here because I remember growing up playing it. Our dad played it, and our mom played it. Our mom literally spammed this game, and she was savage at it. I remember the first time I couldn't make a jump. And I was struggling. I had Yoshi and everything. Was, with Yoshi, you could run faster and jump higher. And I couldn't make this gap. And I remember mom grabbed the controller from me. And she runs with Yoshi and jumps. And then jumps off Yoshi, sacrificing Yoshi so you could make the jump. And I was like, I literally was just sitting there staring at the TV. I'm like, yeah, but now I don't have Yoshi.
1: <laughs> so back to our mom in a second. There is a notorious uh, gif, gif, bleh. yeah um um, a notorious moving photo thing (laughs) that one's better i think that's the best one that's the perfect one it's like an old time moon photo um of something animated mario and yoshi jumping and i actually really hope that when we post this on facebook i'm gonna put it underneath it do it mario jumps off of yoshi in the middle of it and yoshi's looking at mario while mario's doing a front flip or a backflip, and uh, Yoshi's crying. And then he looks at Mario, and Mario flips him off really slowly. (laughs) And then Yoshi's like, burn you. Oh, I gotta see Um, that. I will immediately send it to you. Please do. But back to uh, Mad Dog Molly, our our mother. (laughs) She, my, our mom has very little to say about video games except for the fact that she was wholly supportive of all of our hobbies. So much. She always had questions, she always listened to what Ever crazy sugar rush, um, you know, um tantrum that we were on about something, She right? let me
0: wear lizard skin pants to school?
1: Yeah, she let me wear one glove to school for like a whole <laughs> month. That ruined your life. Thanks, Molly. Yeah. She made me my first Link costume.
0: Hey. You know?
1: She let me buy my first pair of silicone ears. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm polyamorous and I live with 10 other people and we're all in a very monogamous relationship. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> people still do that. But my mother would still be supportive of it is what I'm saying. Right. But she... Goes, you know, I was never really into video games, but I remember her, and she actually still lights up to this day going, oh, yeah, I remember playing Mario for, like, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, like, like, even when she was, like, single, like, mom would just, like, play Mario. That's what she'd do. And I can just imagine her. Our mom looks like Garth from Wayne's World, right? Um, (laughs) She does, and she knows it. Um, She's beautiful, like garth um her, and, okay,
0: her, yeah, okay, her yes hair. and big glasses yeah 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 okay
1: and, i got you there. and yeah and
0: the i'm just gonna call her garth from now on and see how that goes
1: on garth she's i've been calling her garth for you've been calling her years. mad dog
0: molly <laughs> no i just i was thinking
1: mad dog moody and i just it just came to you know you know when something when something uh you, squanches in your heart you just have to say it you just <laughs> what's in your heart and people understand you um that's a rick and morty reference but uh squanch yeah if, it's yeah you got it um but they once again, there's just something about their video games. There is a video game out there for any, everybody. There's yeah. something there is something uh integral for every person in every hobby that if you find it at the right time in the right place and it's the right thing you enjoy, you will be you will be pulled into this hobby. Like Jaco, I could get you into knitting if I knew exactly which, you know, pin to prick in you.
0: Yeah, you can get you know, me into knitting right now. If I, I know
1: you're like I'm bored as fucking hell. Yeah. My kid can't even say his ABCs. <laughs> you can't sleep either, so I'm, I got I something knit to do. To sleep.
0: <laughs> just watch me knit. That would be the creepiest but thing. You just put in <laughs> me a trying to put my son to sleep and just knitting in the corner.
1: <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <That's> so creepy. <laughs> you just got you. Yeah, you've just got oh. Frodo wrapped up in a little cocoon.
0: <laughs> yeah, Super but, Mario. You know,
1: my my knitters aside, um, Super Mario World. You know, there's Yoshi's Island. It's fantastic. There are all these. There are all of these. Another HM. But but what we have to do is we have to specifically think about the one, and this one is, the utmost, over, playable game. Easy. Yeah. I mean, this game brought so much to the table. This was the first game released with the SNES, and it is still the most sold game. Jeez. Of the SNES. Oh yeah. It had.
0: I believe that. It had.
1: All of these different gameplay physics in it. It had, uh, you know, when you're crawling on the walls, um, on the chains, you could do uh, uh, background tile flipping, where your um, yeah. sprite would flip yeah, yeah. on the opposite side. And the of The the bad screen. guys wouldn't hit
0: you even when you went right past them, right through them.
1: It also had uh, mosaic effects when a game, when a level would start or end, it would, you know, mosaic. It would do the eight bit, sixteen bit, yeah, open it up like a like a you know picture. It had. Uh, it was capable of playing sprites behind backgrounds, where you're running behind trees or fighting bad guys behind things. Yeah, and coming yeah. Coming out the other end.
0: Yeah. And very revolutionary.
1: <laughs> this it's revolutionary in the sense that it it had expansive sound hardware. Um, there were echoes involved. Yeah. There were drum beats added. Uh, there were. Uh, there were all of these sounds that if some, if you just probably played it in a crowd for your ringtone, it would trigger serotonin for at least 10 to 15 people, yeah. at least. Uh, this game adds everything. Um, it's the most fundamental Super Nintendo game out there. And in my personal experience, comparing this very, this, my very first Mario game to all the new Mario games out there and the newest that I have continually bought over my 30 years of life. It is a required experience for any fan of the Nintendo franchise.
0: Because... Facts.
1: This game's... I know this game's an app. I know that this game has been uh, ported over to almost every system. Yeah. This is a game that you could put it in front of somebody of any age and they would not be disappointed to play it.
0: Ashton plays it right now and he, he calls Mario Romeo. So Romeo. It's Super Mo- Romeo World.
1: <laughs> it's the predecessor of every game after it. Every Mario game after it. Every single style that you like about a Mario game, every single change in, in gameplay. It's I mean, I was playing Super Mario 3D World the other day, and you can go behind objects and see your shadow. Yeah. Um, there is the uh there's the Tanuki ability that you get when you get the leaf in, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah, Super yeah, yeah, Mario yeah. that was actually the feather. They gave you the big cape, oh, you, that can fly. you could fly, yeah, yeah, and uh, fly—that's the word—and um, <laughs> you could fly. You could also fly um, just—you uh, could stay airborne indefinitely. Oh, so yeah, So I prefer you, that yeah, over yeah, the yeah. Tanuki for sure. So I wonder why they changed it, but it was probably for you know some stylistic choice or something. Mm. But yes, this is um, this game is the epicenter of every single Mario game ever, and I think it is probably, other than Tetris, one of the most playable games out there
0: for sure i agree with that all right let's go to the last one
1: yeah let me close my book and let's talk about this real shit that i've been waiting for okay
0: (laughs) the one that gets us freaking pumped up it's another side scroller surprise surprise number one is earthworm freaking Jim minus the freaking Groovy! Earthworm Jim at number one came out in 1994. It's kind of a pattern. All these games pretty much came out in 1994. <laughs> this was
1: another game that was ported over at right. SNES. Right. But, uh, dare I say, out of this world, this game?
0: Groovy. Groop, 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 groovy. <laughs> Wait, what's the
1: other? He doesn't say. What is whoa, he? Nelly! Oh, whoa, Nelly!
0: <laughs> yeah, Earthworm Jim, uh, you're basically just a worm, a normal freaking earthworm. And some, what's
1: more earth than an earthworm?
0: I mean, I think that's why it lives only... off of
1: everything that dies on this earth,
0: <laughs> basically. It
1: can become more than one worm if you cut it in half
0: or in thirds. Like, they have like nine hearts, don't they, or something like that?
1: Dude, I remember uh, sixth grade biology for f- totally. sure. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: so you're just a normal earthworm, and there's a robotic like super suit that falls down. From the sky, and all of a sudden, it makes him super intelligent and super strong, and you're a superhero now. So basically, it's just like a dope-ass Superman body with a worm head <laughs> sticking it out is, of the top.
1: <laughs> it is a sci-fi story, a bizarre sci-fi story, if I ever heard one. jaco the story of Earthworm Jim, which is his first name, Earthworm. So should I call him the story of Mr. Jim? Is no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's more Gym, like nah. Jimbo. Jimothy, Jimothy's fine. jamantha no, he is just an earthworm, and his name's Jim. It's yeah. like how you know my, my friend's dog's named Toby, and
0: it's like McLevin. It's just Jim.
1: Yeah, it's Seal. Yeah. Do you guys know who Seal is? Lil Nas. Lil is Nas, that his first name? Will? No. Um, it's Lil Naz, right? I'm not wrong.
0: Lil Nas, is that what you're talking about?
1: Whatever the ra- he's the cute. That's yeah. all I care about. Okay, um, gotcha. Love me some shoes. Um. Earthworm Jim's tale begins when just a simple little worm is earthing around the worm earth, and out of nowhere, a cow driven uh, vehicle lands on the earth. This man is looking for his lost suit. This little earthworm squirms into the suit, and his body grows quickly. Yeah. He's, he's got his his body is a head, but his whole body operates the body of the suit. Yes. Right, right. And Earthworm Jim, now with these new abilities, he figures out his abilities. He just throws a cow into the stratosphere, right? Hell yeah. (laughs) And he overhears that um, this cow, uh, this cow astronaut, is talking to um, Queen Slug for a Butt. And Queen Slug for a Butt needs him to get this suit back. Okay. But what Earthworm Jim knows that he must accomplish is he needs to... He has to save princess. What's her name?
0: I don't know the princess's name. (gasps)
1: No, that's her name. Her name is Princess. What's her name? (laughs) And he has to save her. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. God, I was just waiting for that for like. Well, it would have been a week if I studied. If I studied my material, but. (laughs) he has to say for what's her name he's got it he's got to traverse multiple planets i remember the cat planet scaring the shit out Dude, of me the evil
0: cat the evil cat was, was like one was... of the
1: worst ones Do you remember
0: the theme song for that i literally would be scared shitless playing that game
1: can we not get sued if we play it right now
0: there it is for you <laughs> I'm
1: afraid of cats now. That cat, sucks. especially, which is um, nasty. Uh, but the best thing about this game is that you know you have these abilities, like and and when um, you know you've got uh, just kicking ass all the time. It's always funny, you know. You gro- gro- groovy, yeah. You know when you're yeah. playing, and then you win the game and you save Princess What's Her Face. And you know what happens at the end? I don't think you remember. Are you
0: gonna Are you gonna do a spoiler alert? here?
1: I'm gonna do a. Oh yeah, guys! It's been about thirty years. Spoiler alert! Yeah. The cow that he destroy he throws into space in the very beginning, lands on her and kills her. It is just. <laughs> I reread this, like, this plot, and I remember, (laughs) God, that game would have... I remember that game being so fun and yet so disappointing. So disappointing. Probably because I always identify with saving the girl, like, or saving the boy, or saving the whoever. Like, I just love... I love someone in peril, you know? Mm -hmm. We know that. We've been trying to save Princess Peach for 30 years or so. Right, right. Over. Uh, But Earthworm Jim just sells it for me because it... It's one of those things that when I remember it, it just flicks into my head. And I go, where the fuck did that
0: go? Yeah. The that. music. The it, it, Actually, it was a TV show. And it, like, it, it had four games, I think. Or, but it got progressively worse. First game, obviously the best. Second one was kind of exactly the same, but it had like a different plot line. But I, if I can remember. But the third and fourth one, they turned it into like a 3D thing. And it was not good. I, and
1: then there are like mini-series. And there's just something. There are certain... There are certain art pieces that do not translate to other media. Yeah, yeah. you know, you got
0: to keep it as a two D like side scroller because yeah. when you try to make it a three D game, it's just.
1: Well, you know that old. I mean, I love that. I just called it an old meme, of uh, you know, <laughs> the book, uh, the cartoon, the movie. Yeah. Or or the manga, the I mean, the right, manga, right. the yeah. anime, the the cinematic yes. movie. It's just it's just something that could just gets bastardized over over, um, lost in translation lost in translation 100% this game was just something that stuck with me and stuck with me until I became obsessed with the next console because for some reason we were rich when we were children
0: I don't know if we were rich. I think it was just... Or
1: were we just like so bored that we played video games all the time that, and they, they didn't it. need to pay for anything else? That was it. We just lived <laughs> off of those Uncrustables and just video games at home.
0: Our Uncrustables are them cutting the crust off, <laughs> not actually Uncrustables. Also, we
1: stayed at our friends' houses so often that I don't think that our parents could legally... Um,
0: claim shoot, us on their taxes? Claim <laughs> us on their taxes, yeah. Like, you remember the uh, one of my favorite bad guys in Earthworm Jim? I forgot which one he's in, but Cycro he was a crow in like an astronaut suit oh dude that's the coolest freaking name for See, a that's the guy. best
1: thing about you being the older brother is that you remember this more vividly than i do yeah whereas yeah. i've had to go off i have had to go off into crazy alternate styles of yeah. nerdery to know more than you and to experience something for the first time <laughs> you know like i know anime from the 80s that mm-hmm. you haven't even thought yep, of you no know yeah. but you but since you're beautiful little brain was formed. I only, was just a little, bit <laughs> just a little before I...
0: you, I remember these things just a little bit more vividly. But I remember there's like a bungee jumping booger level you're literally bungee jumping with snot <laughs> and then then when you use your head as a lasso as like a <laughs> I loved
1: the lasso also, that is the
0: coolest thing he literally I'm, takes his head out of the suit and then he lassos his face around like rings and you could swing <laughs> and
1: then you can only be okay am i making this up that you can only be separated from your suit for a certain period of time I think and you have, you're to, right, and but you that have was to jump a, back to it It's part guy. of the
0: level yeah you okay. have to get through so, it okay so as a little earthworm. As,
1: I think kids are so obsessed with poop and, and throw up and burps and, and stuff so much yeah. and farts yeah. Um, that I think that this game would sell really well again. I got to look back in on it. If Does Princess What's-Her-Face have big titties? Because I bet she did.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> well, he had he had a huge body for some of Such a small head. I <laughs>
0: thought you were going to say something else. Anyways, but yeah. So number one, earthworm freaking Jim. That's it. So if you haven't played this game, definitely go check it out. I highly recommend it. I might go play it tonight before I go to sleep after I get done editing this podcast.
1: I'm going to play Super Mario because, man, the bright colors, the just the lighthearted feeling of it all, and, man, the deep devastation that was not being able to beat that game for me. <laughs> also, be surprised that Zelda did not make it onto yeah. this list because... In my personal experience, and I hope we go to Nintendo 64 very soon, though we did talk about the games recently, so I'm not sure. I think that it was just the change of platform I mean, or the change of style of the game mm-hmm. really brought it all to life for me.
0: Well, our first Zelda game was on the 64. So I think to go back to graphics that were worse was kind of that turned it off for us. And so we went back to go play, an, oh, another Zelda game. Like the first one, went back and played it and we're like, this isn't as fun I will as say, time
1: i will say older people that are that are friends or co-workers with me um they love the older zelda games they know anybody and their grandma once again i'm like oh dude i love zelda i was yeah. link i've yeah. got my zelda tattoos i've got all my zelda paraphernalia at home um they love it because it's almost like it's like lord of the rings it is a it's it's a more medieval like fantastical than our classic what it's come out to be of link kind of just being a badass kick or like you know kind of a cute bro dude yeah you know yeah,
0: yeah. i got a few uh hms or honorable mentions street fighter 2 castlevania Star Fox, zelda so they didn't make the list just because strictly nostalgia but yeah those were games that also were...
1: yeah we were just little kids you know there was yeah. only, <laughs> there are only so many buttons that are like what was it uh two wait one digit fingers could reach i mean sometimes i'd be holding a controller and you'd be pressing the buttons
0: well yeah super nintendo was the only one that came out with the pads on the top for the triggers like on the top yeah so you could use your index finger and your thumbs but yeah i got a few comments actually that's our that's our top 10 on the snes but i got a few comments on instagram which were pretty funny but uh williams.7 just 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 wrote street fighter (laughs) so you know he's he's probably a little disappointed that it didn't make the list but then underscore Darnold wrote Donkey Kong Country is Fire Emoji, which you're not wrong, Darnold. Fire emoji indeed.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that just reminds me that I just watched, um oh, I just watched Kong Skull Island, but it should have been called Fire Island because of so many things that exploded.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah,
1: so that's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> we got another one on here from his miss Robinson. It says Super Mario Time Machine was underrated. So, I've never heard of this game, Super Mario Time Machine. Have you ever heard about it?
1: No, that's not the RPG, is it?
0: No, I looked up it's literally called Super Mario Time Machine. I looked it up. It's just I looked at screenshots, but I'm going to look at like YouTube videos on it, but it's, it looks super interesting. It kind of looks like literally Super Mario with like there, i think there was a picture of abraham lincoln i'm guessing he just goes back in time to like certain events hopefully it's not when they're at the play but yeah thank you guys for the comments i'm definitely gonna go look that up like i said i kind of want to check it out because i've never heard of it so i'm gonna look up some more research on it
1: yeah i love some give me some uncut gems i would love some stuff that uh maybe you guys think that is just so um like specific and uh
0: that's a dope comment i, I want more comments like that because i want to check out games that i've never heard of and i want to look them up so yeah, that's our top ten, and thank you guys for the comments, and thank you guys for the, joining our giveaway, and thanks for your patience. Uh, you got anything else to say?
1: Uh, I'm just excited for the next um, console that we may be doing, or our next subject, because it feels like our hi- hiatus has been so long. Yeah. But also, please just you know keep um, keep interacting with us and keep giving us a dialogue and telling us what's on your mind, because. I mean, you're shaping the series. And if you hate it, then help us fix it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, we appreciate any and all feedback. So if you want to come follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and now Twitter, you can follow us at Studio Geekly Pod. Uh, Yeah, thanks for everything you guys do for us. I appreciate it. Appreciate the love. Go like and subscribe our podcast. Uh, Five stars would be freaking dope. But if not, you know, tell us what's up. So yeah, we'll see you on the next epi. And peace.
1: Don't be so bitter give me a hug